0: Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga. I'm a yoga teacher with over 15 years of experience, a certified personal trainer, and an entrepreneur. My mission is to help yoga teachers transform their teaching by mastering the fundamentals of anatomy. By learning anatomy in my easy step-by-step way, you'll be able to confidently share it in your cues, easily create sequences, and you'll eagerly answer student questions. And all along the way, you'll increase your impact and earning potential. On the podcast here, you will hear anatomy lessons, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal development. Once you listen to today's episode, go ahead and visit barebonesyoga.com, my website, for free resource guides for teachers. Download any and all that are there, including one of my most popular tools, my sequence building template. And if you'd like, send me a one line email with the answer to this question. What's your biggest frustration right now as a yoga teacher? And I'm happy to do some brainstorming with you in a free coaching session. My email address is karen at Fairbonesyoga.com. Thanks for taking the time to listen today let's get to today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, and this is episode 176. So I'm recording this on March 27th, 2022, although you will hear this Uh, beginning tomorrow, and then, of course, whenever you actually listen to it. Um, I'm doing a rare Sunday recording because tomorrow I just have a whole bunch of meetings back-to-back, and I really, really, really love to do episodes and stick with the schedule of every Monday doing an episode. And today we're going to do a solo episode. For the past several weeks, I've had so many amazing guests. I'm just so grateful to the guests for joining me. And this week I'm doing a solo episode and it's really inspired by just this idea of how small steps can lead to big positive changes. And um, if you've ever read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, you know what I'm talking about. Um, If you haven't read that book, I would definitely pick it up. It's an amazing, amazing book. You can even um, get sort of excerpts from the book by following James on Instagram, James Clear and the book is Atomic Habits. And one of the things that is really a foundational principle in his book is this idea that small things that we do, small habits that we do lead to big changes. And so that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Of course, in the context of being a yoga teacher and yoga teaching. I want to start out by just mentioning I just posted on my website uh, this week's class schedule. So I really, really hope that you have an opportunity to join me for class. I want to also mention for yoga teachers who join me at class, please keep in mind that if you have any questions about anatomy, you can always hang out after class. I have the skeleton right there. Ask me questions. Use coming to class as an opportunity to do some just checking in on cues or sequences, questions you have around the practice for uh, from a teaching perspective, I'm happy always to get into those conversations and just say like, hey, Karen, um, do you have a second? I'd like to run uh, some questions by you. And I would absolutely be thrilled to use that time post-class to get into those conversations. I mean, I can certainly remember when I was teaching live and in person prior to COVID, there were many times that I had questions after class, um, granted not from teachers, from students, but point being, I didn't have the skeleton right there. And it would have been really helpful plenty of times to be able to actually show the person, the parts of the body, the joint, the muscles, the muscular action and and all of that, because so often the questions were about anatomy. So, uh, So that, so schedule up on the website, take a look at it. The other thing I want to let you know is if you're listening and you were at the virtual teacher meetup I did yesterday, thank you for coming. It was a lot of fun. If you missed it or saw my my post about it, or maybe you didn't see my post about it or my email about it, know that I'm gonna do more of these. I've done at this point, probably three or four of these virtual teacher meetups. And I'm just opening the door here to let Coco in, in the recording room here. And just to give you an idea, a virtual teacher meetup is my version of kind of a get together, kind of a, um, just a, just an opportunity to get together with other teachers. What we did yesterday was we practiced for 45 minutes. I, I took uh, the teachers through a sequence. I told them at the beginning of class to think about what the theme might be from an anatomical perspective. And then after um, I shared with them what the theme was, and showed them on the skeleton, the muscles that were uh, in action and in focus in that sequence. And then we had a really great discussion about sequencing in general and different themes you can use for your sequences. So if you would like to be notified the next time I do a virtual teacher meetup, send me a dm on instagram or send me an email karen at com, and i'll put you on the wait list for notification the next time i do one which will probably be within the next 30 days so let's see classes virtual teacher meetup. so those are the two things i want to focus on so let's get to today's topic so the topic as i said is five things you can do to move forward as a teacher. And while this is inspired by this idea of how small things you can do to can lead to big changes, just keep that in mind because I think so often as yoga teachers, we you know we kind of have this vision in our mind for where we want to go as a teacher. I certainly know for me, I have a not a lot, but I have some pretty specific visions, dreams, um, things that I want to achieve as a teacher. And I haven't gotten there yet. And I definitely see it in my mind's eye. I meditate on it. I journal about it. And yet I also have a whole bunch of mini steps that are critical in helping me reach those goals. And That's one of the things I really truly love about the idea of manifestation is that it's so great to have that kind of goal and vision. And at the same time, you've got to back it up with the many steps to get you there because it's not hocus pocus. It's in part the vision and in part the action and together that's how you make things happen. Now, having said that, I know sometimes for some teachers, You know, maybe this is you, you know, maybe you don't have a big vision. You haven't really taken the time to think of that. Maybe you're feeling a little overwhelmed and you're not really sure where you wanna focus as a teacher. Maybe you've had some ideas and some dreams and visions that you want to achieve as a teacher and they haven't turned out. So maybe you're feeling a little bit like, oh, I just don't feel like trying anymore. Uh, Or maybe you're not really sure what steps to take so if any of those things resonate with you this is going to be helpful because it's just mini steps you can take to start to feel like you're moving in a forward direction now having said that even if you are sort of knocking it out of the ballpark and you feel like you're really on track these are just some small bites of things you could really build into every single week to keep you thinking, to keep you growing, to keep you moving forward. Now, of course, because my focus is anatomy, the bulk of these things has to do with anatomy as a topic. However, I weaved, I weaved it into um, steps around queuing and sequencing, because I know those are two things that are near and dear to the hearts of teachers. So let's Go through this list and you can see if any of these things or all of these things resonate with you and sound like things that you would like to take on on a weekly basis so that you can start to feel uh, more, and this is not to imply that you're not already feeling this way, uh, so you can start to feel even more of or maybe a little bit of that momentum of moving forward. So the first thing is pick three poses and test your knowledge of joint movements and muscles in use um, agonistically. So if you're already like, what? What the heck is she talking about? Let's break that down. So the action, the habit, um, the task, the mini project is to take three postures and to write down on a piece of paper for each pose, what are the joint actions in the posture and what are the muscles that are creating those joint actions so for instance if you look at warrior one the arms uh, i'm sorry the shoulders are in flexion the straight leg back leg is hip and extension knee and extension foot and dorsiflexion and the front leg with the bent knee the hip is in flexion and a bit of external rotation the knee is in flexion the foot is in dorsiflexion Uh, the hips are also in abduction the spine is neutral Pelvises level. That's not really a joint, but that's just an extra added piece. And then I'm not going to do it here. Then you would go on and identify what are the muscles of shoulder flexion? What's the muscle of hip extension? What's the muscle of hip external rotation, et cetera, et cetera. And so this is a way to test your knowledge. This is a way to check and be sure that cues that you're using, you truly understand the cues. You truly understand them and it's not just that you're saying words, it's that you can really back it up with the knowledge which lives in the anatomy. I mean, I'm always one to say, when you're teaching yoga, you're teaching movement and the study of movement is anatomy. And so this is a really actionable um, sort of mini task you can do to check your knowledge. And if you find that you don't really um, know the answers to these questions, this is a good kind of sign that, hmm, you know what? I think I need to you know, invest in learning more anatomy. And how you do that, of course, you can invest in my program. So just reach out to me and I'm happy to help. Um, You can invest in other programs. You can buy books. You can, you know, there's obviously lots of ways. So that's your first sort of project is to pick three poses and test your knowledge of joint movements and muscles in action agonistically. And just to be clear, when a muscle is at work agonistically, it means it's doing the action. It's doing the action. It's not eccentrically contracting, meaning lengthening. It's doing the action. So it's the in this case for warrior one, the arms are reaching up, the shoulders are in flexion, it's the muscle doing shoulder flexion. So that's the first thing. The second thing is identify three themes for a yoga sequence and use my template to help you build out a sequence for each one. So I'm gonna include a link to the template uh, in the show notes for this episode. So you can find that right on my website, on the uh, podcast page for this particular episode. And, um, this gives you a chance to start at the top of that template with the first part of creating a sequence, which is identify, I don't really call it a theme on the template. I I think I write it out as identify the intention of the sequence. And so this is always a really good starting point. I sort of feel like Sometimes teachers, when I work with them in my program and we have conversations around sequencing, they sort of are just putting poses together and there's not really an overarching theme. Having an overarching theme can be so helpful for your students to give them a sense of what's the thread that connects all of these postures together. And it can give you as a teacher, a real definite sense of purpose so that you feel like there's like this container of the sequence and there's a common theme that's pulling all these poses together. And that's, you know, something that you can relate to as well as the students. So this is something that uh, you know, you could write it out as an anatomical theme, as a spiritual theme, as a uh, restorative theme. It doesn't matter what the theme is just that you identify what these three themes are, and then you actually map out the sequence. Now, for those of you who were at my workshop on Thursday of last week or watched the replay, we had a whole conversation around how to build a yoga sequence. And I shared my own process, which is super easy and really designed to get you building sequences fast. So if you miss that workshop, Again, I want you to contact me, DM me on Instagram or send me an email to Karen at barebonesyoga.com and say, hey, Karen, I heard podcast episode. You were talking about sequencing and how to do it easy and fast. I missed the workshop. I want to know how to do that. And I'll just set up a quick call with you and I'll run you through the process. It'll take about 20 minutes. So that's the second thing identify three themes for a yoga sequence and use my template to build them out. So the third thing is if you're not teaching. So if you're not teaching, I know some of you out there are not teaching for various reasons. You haven't graduated from your teacher training yet. You're about to graduate. You just graduated and you don't know how to get started. You graduated a while ago and you never really found a teaching opportunity. And of course, covid Um, And so now it's been months and you don't really know how to get yourself moving forward, but you'd like to move forward. So here's what you can do. If you're not teaching, contact two friends and set up three times to teach them in the next three weeks. Now, of course, the easiest way to do this is virtually. Just set up a Zoom meeting and have them come. If you don't have Zoom, Do it on instagram do it on facebook there is absolutely no technical reason anymore for you to feel like the tech part is a barrier so now that we've discredited that as a potential reason not to do it online all you need to do is think of two people you know Maybe it's somebody that you already live with in your house <laughs> and pick three times, you know, who doesn't want free yoga? People want free yoga. And, you know, of course, if it's somebody that knows you, you can always share with them, hey, I'm, I'm just looking to kind of get myself uh, out there and teaching. You don't necessarily have to say that. Why not just reach out to them and, and just be a confident teacher and just say, hey, I am looking to get together with some people over the next couple of weeks and teach some yoga classes? Are you interested? I mean, there's no reason that you have to share any of your behind the scenes story. And of course, if you want to, if it's somebody that you know that cares about you, yeah, go for it. I'm just saying you don't necessarily have to do that. The whole idea behind this one is to make it really easy for you to move forward and begin to teach. Magical things happen when you begin to teach when you're not teaching because guess what you start to get experience you start to have real life examples of things that happen where you're not really sure what to do and these things lead to questions and questions lead to looking for answers and then answers come it's just it's the snowball effect the momentum effect so great things happen once you start to teach and i know great things will happen for you too so that's number three so number four is pick three cues that you use all the time and ask yourself the anatomical rationale. I love this one. This is really sort of designed to kind of pull back the window, the curtain. I'm sorry, not the window. Pull back the curtain on the cue, what I like to call understanding the why behind the cue. This is a huge thing because so many teachers are sort of learning cues based on following a script or picking up cues from other people and assuming that those other teachers know what they're talking about, which may or may not be the case. And when we use cues that we don't really know the why behind them, that's oftentimes where the lack of confidence comes up because we can't really stand tall and use a cue, especially if it's something like don't do this or don't do that, or when you do this, this happens, or when you do this, you're using this muscle or that muscle. That's where that little voice in your head says, are you really sure about that? Or other signs that come up that just give you the sense that you're not really saying something that you truly know. Just think if there was like a five or six year old in your yoga class and they came up to you afterwards and said, hey, why did you say that? (laughs) Or even think if, you, you're teaching a person, or on Zoom, of course, and someone just stays online after, or hangs out after class, and says, "Hey, I don't really understand when you were using that cue. What's what's that all about? Why did you phrase it that way? How would you answer?" So think of cues that you use a lot. Think of cues that have anatomy as their as their at their core. That they're anatomy based cues and just test yourself just kind of be you know be an integrity and and just test your knowledge and make sure that you've got a rationale because i promise you understanding the why behind the q is not to have as a goal that you 100 percent always be right it's that you have a rationale for what you're sharing and i promise you once you have a rationale for what you're sharing not a made up one one that is grounded in knowledge Um, you're going to have a magical transformation to more confidence and it's going to come in small ways through this little exercise I have you doing here, although it's a stepping stone process. So once you do it with a couple of cues, you do it with a couple more cues, then your curiosity is going to be stoked and you're, you know, potentially going to say, you know what, I just want to fill in all these learning gaps on anatomy and really get a huge dose of confidence. And again, To do that, just contact me because I can definitely help you out there. And then the last one, number five, this one is a little bit different. It's not so much teaching action, it's more vision related. And it goes like this, identify one mini goal and three action steps to get you there. So think about one mini goal you might have as a a teacher. And I said mini goal because I'm not talking like something really, really big, think of something that's kind of an easy thing to bite off um, your list or to take off your list. So it could be getting an interview at a local studio where you want to teach. It could be creating an online, a regular online yoga class. It could be Um, setting up a social media profile on one of the social media platforms. To that end, I'll just let you know, in January, I started posting on TikTok and I am loving it, loving it. So that might be something that you might want to do. So whatever it is, pick a mini project, a mini goal, I'm sorry, and identify three action steps to get, to help you get there. And so this is just a way to, again, take a little bit of the vision Take a little bit of the strategy, put them together, and then the sky's the limit. It's a a stepping stone to bigger things. And at the same time, you get it done, you start to feel good, and that's how momentum builds. So let's recap what these five things are that you can do to move your teaching, to move forward as a teacher. Number one, pick three poses and test your knowledge of joint movements and muscles in use agonistically. Number two, identify three themes for a yoga sequence and use my template to build the sequences. And I'm going to include the template in the show notes for you to download. Number three, if you're not teaching, contact two friends and set up three times to teach them in the next three weeks. Number four, pick three cues that you use all the time and ask yourself the anatomical rationale for the cue. And then number five, identify one mini goal and three action steps to get you there. So now that you've heard this, I would love to know what you think, because if you heard that whole thing and you feel immediately stuck, All you need to do is book a call with me. Just go to my website, book a call right on the homepage, and let me help you get that moving forward feeling. If you're listening to this and you're like, yes, 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 bring it on, just go on with your bad self and send me a note on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. I would love to know what came to mind when you thought of these things and um, and how it's going as you move forward. So I hope, I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope you found that it gave you some motivation as we move into almost into April already. So end of first quarter of 2022 and under the next quarter, bigger and better things. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. Can't wait to hear what you're up to. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Before you go, I wanna let you know about a new mini course I just created as of October, 2021. It's called the Yoga Anatomy Blueprint Learning Program Mini Course. It's essentially an introductory version to my signature program that teaches you anatomy so that you grow your confidence in sharing cues and sequences and in all those conversations you have with your students. If you're like some of the yoga teachers I speak to, you might feel as if you don't have the time to do my full program. That's one of the main reasons I created this mini course, which will give you all the same steps in my signature blueprint approach to teaching you anatomy and will allow you to complete it in much less time. There are 10 modules each of about 10 minutes each, and the entire program walks you through mini lessons from the larger program. You'll leave with specific new skills that you can start to use right away. You may also leave with a keen interest in enrolling in the larger program because your curiosity and confidence have been stoked. For you, the podcast listener, I'm offering $5 off the purchase price of the mini program, which is just priced at $27, so the cost will go down to $22 for you. Once you complete the mini course, you'll see in the next step section how to get a $50 credit to put towards the larger program should you decide to invest in that in the future. To purchase the mini program, visit my website at barebonesyoga.com, click the link for online courses and select the mini course link when you check out before you enter your credit card enter the code podcast and you will receive the five dollars off i hope you enjoy the program i hope it stokes your curiosity and builds your confidence namaste